Welcome to Life After Beauty School, What I Wish Someone Told Me, a podcast for glampreneurs who want to take their business to the next level. If you struggle with building your clientele, marketing yourself on social media, working long hours behind the chair, or maybe you've been in the beauty industry for a while and you're tired of hustling and ready to run an effective business, you might want to stop and take a listen because this podcast is for you. I'm Deandra Giselle, hairstylist, business coach, and educator. I discuss real action plans and solutions to help you live a wealthy life. Now let's get into this podcast. Hello, Glampreneurs. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. That just like popped into my head. Anyways, welcome back to Life After Beauty School, aka Labs. And this week I'm talking body language. I touched on it a bit last week, but this episode is how to read body language in your consultations and in your services because it's going to help you. Before we get started, I would like you to leave a review and a rating. This is going to build awareness around this podcast, which will help glampreneurs like you you get the knowledge for their business and we want to share the well share the knowledge all right so body language it's something we all do when we're uncomfortable when we're interested when we're excited we all use our body as a way of expression and today's episode is about that how to read that body language to improve your services especially your consultations some of you may or may not know but I like to read books I like to read different books a lot of my books are like self-help business books Christian books I love to read books. And one of my friends now, she was my boss then, introduced me to a book called The Power of Charm. And it is by Brian Tracy and Ron Arden. And again, she was my boss then and she's my friend now. So she was helping me prepare for teaching. I had just got my educator position with Keratin Complex and she was encouraging me how to be a good educator. So how to charm other hairstylists. Because one of the things, if you're not an educator for a brand, what if you become one, what you're going to know is one of the hardest things to do is teach your peers. And no matter if you've been in the industry for a few months or a few days to a bajillion years, it's hard to get in front of your peers and teach. It doesn't matter whatever the reason may be or the why, it's hard. And so you want to have a way of communicating to not only charm the people that you're teaching, but to engage them. And this book taught me how to be a better speaker and how to use a few tactics to share with people or to show or express that I'm interested and that I'm engaged and therefore people that I'm teaching, the hairstyles I'm teaching will be engaged as well. So this book was awesome and I realized that some of the techniques that were taught in the book can be used in the services as well. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I really truly connected the dots when it came to this book because like I said it helped me deliver a message and to become a little bit more influential in teaching and I'm not trying to influence people to do whatever I want them to do like mind control but I want to be able to deliver a clear message and I need to do that with my body language as well. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is how do you read body language in a consultation. So in a consultation body language is really about you, the hairstylist, you, the glampreneur. You want to be open and inviting. 
So what that means is when you meet the client, of course, you're going to meet them with a smile on your face. You're going to be upbeat. You're not going to be like, hi, I'm Deandra. So this is your first time here. Okay, what are you getting? You don't want to be like that. You want to be upbeat and you're like, hi, I'm Deandra. I'll be your hairstylist today. So let's talk about what we're going to do in the service. Like you re- you definitely want to be that. Now, if you're not one of those people who are bubbly, don't don't fake it. Like don't fake being bubbly. I'm not really a bubbly person either. I just talk to them, but I do show up with a smile on my face, right? And then if you go back to the episode where I talk about professionalism, I look the part. I look like a glampreneur. I look like a hairstylist. So, you know, listen to that episode. I believe that's episode 19. Go check that out. In your body language, you want to make sure that you're leaning into your client. You also want to make sure that they have your undivided attention. So I like to write notes when clients come and talk to me. So when they come, when my clients come to me for the very first time, I actually email them a new client consultation. I look at it the night before they come or a few moments before they come into the salon and I write notes. Then when they come in, I may have questions and I'll write notes on their profile, but I'm not texting or searching or Googling a picture while they're explaining something to me. I am giving them my undivided attention and that is going to help them feel more comfortable with you. When I talk about leaning into your client, I'm talking about you want to not be so close that it's uncomfortable, especially after, you know, with COVID, you don't want that, but you want to just kind of make sure that you lean your body in just slightly so that you show that you're interested. Another thing is you want to make sure that your arms are not crossed. That gives a, um, almost creates a barrier and make people feel like you're closed off. So don't cross your arms. Even if that's something you do when you are uncomfortable, you don't want to cross your arms. And if your clients have their arms crossed, then you know that they're creating like a barrier, almost like a protection thing. And what you want to do is you want to break that barrier down, let them feel comfortable before you get the service started. So you can't match that energy. You are going to uncross your arms you're going to speak in uh, a way that is inviting and you're also going to make sure that you are just very knowledgeable in how you are talking to them all those things are going to eventually get them to uncross those arms but make sure your arms are not crossed you also want to make sure that you're sitting at eye level and you're not talking to them through a mirror so in the first part of the consultation if you have a lobby area you want to make sure you start that consultation consultation in the lobby. You're going to walk up to the front of the salon, get them, maybe sit next to them in the lobby, kind of talk about what you're going to do, and then you can move to the station. And at the point that you're at the station, then you can talk to them through the mirror because you're probably looking at their hair at that moment. If you don't have that ability, Like I have a suite, so I can't, I don't have a lobby. So what I do is I turn their chair to me to face me and I sit in my chair. I have a chair that I sit because, you know, we should be sitting and standing throughout the day. So I have a chair that I sit in and I just talk to them. Or if you don't have that, kind of raise their chair up as high as it can go and talk to them so you're as close to eye level as possible. The key is to not talk to them through the mirror when you're trying to get some more information about their hair. When you're getting ready to touch their hair, that's when you spin them around and then you can talk to them through the mirror. There's something about 
being eye to eye opposed to speaking to them through the mirror. It, it makes it more of a personal experience when you're really looking at them instead of their image in the mirror. Of course, we talked about smiling, so you always want to make sure that you're smiling. And, you know, don't be afraid to show your personality. They were drawn to you for a reason. Hopefully, your social media shows your personality, and that's why they're there to talk to you, to receive your services. So do that. Make sure. So remember, the consultation is really about your body language to ensure that you're open and you're inviting. And then in turn, your clients will be open and inviting and honest with you. That is the goal. Now, reading their body language in a consultation, you want to be intent with your facial expressions. So make sure that your facial expressions, if they say something ridiculous, doesn't look like, oh my God, this person is ridiculous. So you want to check your facial expressions. But also if you see a look of confusion on your clients during the consultation, ask them, did you understand what I meant by that? Let me explain it this way. Because remember in a consultation, you're probably speaking hairstylists and they're speaking whatever they've seen on YouTube. And sometimes that's a language barrier. So you want to make sure that you are speaking to them in a way that they understand. And if you see that there's some sort of confusion, if you see that shift, hey, go ahead and ask them. In the book, The Power of Charm, there's a little excerpt that I want to read to you. And it goes like this. The next time you're speaking with someone, turn your whole body to them and give the person your complete attention. If you're sitting, lean toward the person as if you're hanging on every word. Try leaning slightly toward rather than sitting upright or leaning backward. If you cross your legs, do so with the top leg and knee or your knee pointing towards the other person. When you're standing, make sure you are maintaining a comfortable distance. So you want to make sure that you're not super close to them and that makes them feel uncomfortable, but you're at a nice comfortable distance and you're facing the person directly. And you also want to make sure that you are giving them your undivided attention. All of this is going to make the person understand that you are completely paying attention to them. Always keep your whole body turned toward the person when they're speaking as well. Unfolding your arms and use your hands in animate fashion when you speak. So very expressive with your hands. Like I'm really expressive with my hands. All of these things are going to show the person that what they're saying is important, that you're listening, and that it is significant. And from there, you can start building the relationship. So I paraphrased a little bit of the information. But if you guys are interested in this book, it is really good, especially if you are an educator, if you're interested in being an educator, or if you just want to be better at communicating with people. It's called The Power of Charm. Check it out. I'll have it in the show notes as well. During a service, when I'm doing a client, I can usually tell when they're not sure about something or if they don't like something. I can see a shift in their body. I can see their facial expression or maybe they're not really looking directly in the mirror like they're kind of turning away. And these reasons are why I always keep my client facing towards the mirror. First of all, your mirror is your third eye. It catches things that you may not be able to catch with your own two eyes. So the mirror is your third eye. I know some hairstylists that will do a client's hair and will turn them sideways, turn their clients sideways from the mirror. Your mirror is your everything. It not only catches 
mistakes or possible mistakes in styling or cutting or whatever service you're doing, but it also catches facial expressions and you're able to then connect the dots and ask them, hey, address whatever you saw. So if I see the client give me weird body language, um, some sort of discomfort in a polite manner, I ask, is there something you would like me to change? Usually I'll start by the last thing I did. So for example, if I part their hair and I see that they're kind of looking or looking up then down, looking up then down, I'll say, is this where you normally part your hair? And if they're like, no, it's usually more this way, more that way. I mean, don't argue with them about the part sometimes I'll give them the comb and say hey go ahead and part your hair where you normally like to do it by the second or third time I do their hair I'll know how they like their part and I'll adjust it and they won't have to adjust it anymore but you want to just go ahead and address it do you normally like your hair styled like this I ask direct questions so I can get to the root of the discomfort sometimes clients are not sure about something or they don't know what they're uncomfortable with and they don't know how to vocalize it. So start asking, is this normally how you style your hair? Do you like your hair at this length? Do you want to do X, Y, and Z? Ask. And you're not asking to be aggressive. You're asking to ensure that they really like their service. And what this is going to do is this just opens the door for them to feel more comfortable with you. And then you get to the root of the issue. One of the worst things you could do is see that your client is uncomfortable and feel that vibe. And then you don't say anything and then you never see them again. You don't know if they told 10 or 20 people about the worst experience they had Or they may be an avid reviewer and they will review that negative review on Yelp, on your whatever, whatever you have. They might go ahead and do that. So get to the root of the problem and not aggressively in a very calm manner. Ask them, what is it that you're uncomfortable with? Now, before I go any further, I do understand that sometimes there are difficult clients I will say that you should have vetted them in that consultation to determine if you wanted to do their hair. But if you have someone that is just difficult, I've been in a situation where I've had to stop the service and their hair wasn't done. That's happened to me one time in my life and I there was nothing that I could do to make her feel comfortable. I stopped the service, she left. And I just had to take that as a loss. Now, I'm not saying that you should be having that on a regular basis. I've been a hair sales for a long time and that happened once. And at that moment, I knew that it wasn't about her hair. It was deeper than that. And there was nothing I could do. So I stopped the service because I didn't want to waste any more of my time. And that's okay as well. There are ways that you can avoid being in that situation. And one of the ways is to read that body language and to ask. If you can't get down to the root of the issue when you're doing their hair and you just see that it's not going well, you a couple things could have happened. One, there wasn't a thorough consultation or there was miscommunication in that consultation. And so if you see that it's going very badly, I would go back to whatever you discussed. That is why Again, a consultation is key because when you can say, well, we discussed X, Y, and Z, is that what you still want? If they're like, well, I don't know, I don't know. At the end of that, they know that they made a decision. You did what they asked and they're just uncomfortable with it. I say this to my students all the time. If you 
do a consultation and leave confused after the consultation as the hairstylist, the service is going to be a mess because you have no idea where you're going. You have no idea. So make sure that you are thorough and that you're clear. If that consultation takes you an hour, it needs to take you an hour and then you're only going to do part of the service. Like it's that important. And their body language is going to tell you that throughout the service. So when I read body language as a discomfort in the service, I'm going to address it head on. If I notice that they're confused, I'm going to explain something to them. A lot of times in the service, I am educating them about their hair. Yes, we get to have fun conversations, but that first service, I'm educating about their hair, their products, if they need a trim, anything like that. All of that is going to help them be better. And all of that is going to help them understand their hair, educate them on what they should be doing, which is going to make my job easier. So I hope you guys are seeing how body language is just going to help you be a better hairstylist. I'm not saying you need to get a book on how to read the body, but you should just get, just go with that gut feeling and ask them and be polite about it so that you can ensure that your clients are satisfied and then they become loyal clients. Let's get into the quote of the week. The quote of the week is, the most important thing about communication is hearing what isn't said. Isn't that crazy? The most important thing about communication is hearing what isn't said. Your clients speak so much with their body language and they may not vocalize it, but you knowing that can make sure that you can deliver a wonderful service to your client and they are going to be satisfied. That satisfied client turns into a loyal client and you have a business that is thriving because you're keeping, you're getting that client retention and you're getting new clients and you are thriving. You're giving that you're getting that overflow. So remember, the quote of the week is the most important thing about communication is hearing what isn't said. Thank you so much for watching Life After Beauty School, aka Labs. I appreciate you. Go ahead and subscribe. Share this podcast with your fellow glampreneurs don't forget to follow me on social media i'm deandra giselle on all platforms and get ready for youtube because it's about to go down until next time glampreneurs stay connected